Stay Human. Ga naar stayhuman.nu. Je luistert naar Radio Zuidoost. 24 uur per dag vanuit het hart van de Belmer. Via kabel, salto.nl en 105.2 FM in de Ether. Stay Human. Ga naar stayhuman.nu. Je luistert naar Radio Zuidoost. Every night, out of the sound of his voice, birds, fish, and... Listen to the voice of Niger on Radio Razo every Monday from 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock in the morning for your spiritual lessons and upliftment, for community news, your interviews, special requests, and others. Tune into 105.2 MHz ETA and 103.8 MHz on camel. We delight and entertain you. Hey, we also have more stuff coming your way. We have business matters. We have social and educational matters. We have health and healing matters. We also have legal matters. For more information, call us on 020-368-1968. We delight and entertain you. Voice of Niger on Radio Russell every Monday from 6 to 10 a.m. Voice of Niger is right here to promote your business. Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. All your events can be promoted right here on Voice of Niger. Yes, you heard me right. Don't know about you because you're not promoting your business. We can bring you the awareness that you need for all those revivals, seminars, special events, conferences, church services, your Sunday services, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. Call us today right now at 06-846-06-550. That's 06-846-06-550. Voice of Ninja, your place to advertise. Health is wealth, they say. But good health is a treasure built on good knowledge and preventive measures. The Helios study, aimed at a better healthcare for people in Amsterdam, is focused on the health of Ghanaians, four other migrant groups and Dutch people. The baseline Helios study is already having a major impact in improving health of people in Amsterdam, including Ghanaians. The process for the study consists of invitations sent to previous participants in the Helios baseline study, a set of questionnaires to answer, and bodily checks for blood pressure level, overweight, blood sugar, and other cases leading to heart-related diseases. Participants will be invited every five years to monitor change in their health. The next stage of the study is now in progress and will provide crucial information to further help to improve the health of Ghanaians. Your full participation is highly valued and will go a long way to help ensure a better health care for you and future generations. For more information, please visit www.heliastudy.nl The Helios Study is amongst others an initiative of AMC and GGD Amsterdam and supported by Ghanaian Churches in Amsterdam and the African Social Activation Platform, ASAP. Helios, a unique opportunity for better healthcare tomorrow.
there, our listeners, it's a joy to be coming your way. This is a Good Morning Show, and this is Radio Voice of Niger. My name is Apostle Larry Duncan. And I'm here tonight, this morning, with... Apostle Henry Rudokin, and we are transmitting this hour on 103.8 cable and 105.2 ATA on your popular waves. So, this is the inspiration segment, and uh, we'd like to begin with a word of prayer. So, please join us as we pray this morning. And Father, we thank you for a new day, a new week. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for health, strength, sanity of mind. Thank you for peace all around us. Touch every life this morning. Be good to us, O oh God, and to all who love you and who call upon you. Bless our land, bless our home, bless all who are dear unto us. And Lord, let us experience your unfailing kindness in a very special way. Thank you for the broadcast. Thank you for everyone we're going to be reaching this hour. And Lord, do something awesome. Speak to our hearts and transform our lives. We pray for our land, bless this nation, bless those in authority, the king, his family, those in government, bless all religious leaders, continue to prosper this land, and let us live in peace and safety. We bless you this morning for this opportunity to be transmitting and to be, to cause our voices to be heard and your voice through ours. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. So as usual, you'll be hearing some good gospel music. And then we'll bring you a word of presentation from the Bible given by Apostle Heller Ruth Durkenau. And then we'll tell you, bring you further updates as we proceed today.
At this juncture, I would like to uh, bring to you the sum of the day, the sum of the day. And this is taken from uh, the 86th Psalm of the Bible, a Psalm of David. Just bow down thine ear, O Lord, hear me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am holy. O thou, my God, save thy servant that trusted in thee. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I cry unto thee daily. Rejoice the soul of thy servant, for unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For thou, O Lord, art good and ready to forgive. Plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Give ear, O Lord, unto my prayer. And I turn unto the voice of my supplications. In the day of trouble, I will call upon thee, for thou wilt answer me. Among the gods there is none like unto thee, O Lord, neither are there any works like unto thy works. All nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship before thee, O Lord, and shall glorify thy name. For thou art God, and doest wondrous things. Thou art God alone. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. I will praise thee, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify thy name forevermore. For great is thy mercy toward me, and thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. O God, the proud are risen against me, and the assemblies of violent men have sought after my soul, and have not set thee before them. But thou, O Lord, art God full of compassion, and gracious, and long-suffering, and plenteous in mercy and truth. But, but thou, O Lord, art God full of mercy, com- compassion, gracious, long-suffering, and plenteous in mercy. Turn, O Lord, unto me, and have mercy upon me. Give thy strength to thy servant, and save the son of thy handmaid. And the verse 17 is what I like and I want to recommend to you. It says, show me a token of good, that they which hate me may see it, and be ashamed, because thou, O Lord, hast helped me and comforted me. So your prayer will be that God will show you a sign of his goodness this year. That those who hate you will see it and they will be silenced. Say amen to that. This is from... Sandra Crouch, one of these uh, legends, gospel artist, gospel artist legends of the years ago. The Crouch family.
to bring to you the miracles of Jesus by Apostle Helen Ruth Durkenau.
to you. Good morning to you all, our listeners. My name is Apostle Heleru Dokkenu, coming to you on the waves of Radio Voice of Niger. Position this morning to bring the word of God to you and your household. I just want to spend these few minutes to say a big thank you to you for allowing us to be in your home or in your device. Thank you for this commitment and fellowship, and I believe that you will not be the same. God will richly bless you for the investment you are doing by listening to his word every early morning of Monday when we are on air and also patronizing us. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for this moment and this time and bless all my hearers all over the world. Thank you for the enablement, the opportunity to be in your presence this morning to bring the word of God to my generation. It is a privilege. It's awesome. It is powerful. As the word comes, Lord, touch the hearts that have tuned in to this cable line. Change their situations. Or shut them into your presence. Make a way where they seem not to be a way. Show them a token of your favor. May they, oh God, Father, have cause to keep glorifying you in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray your blessings upon the land that we are in. We pray your blessings that, oh God, this nation will continue to prosper and to increase. Also, oh God, our own native lands, we pray for them that they will be at peace. Father, and to be able to harness the best of your prayers, uh, the best of the things you've given unto them. Let life reign and not death. Let victory reign and not defeat in our lives, in our families, even in Jesus' name. We pray with thanksgiving. Everybody joyfully say amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. I'm continuing on my topic, which I say take risk, take risk, take risk for Jesus this very year. As the year is still in his virgin, I am encouraging my my fans, encouraging people that I know to do something extraordinary. Don't just sit at one place and be watching the world passing by and uh, you, are, you, you are just passing through it. Leave some legacies. Take risk to do what you were not able to do last year. Take risk. If you don't take the risk, you will not meet God at the other side. Take risk for any good thing which you deserve. Say, I hear you. Now take your Bible and let's go to the book of Chronicles um, chapter 13. Hallelujah. Chronicles chapter 13 and I read from verse 6. And David went up and all Israel to Balaam. This is to Kijacharim which belong to Judah, to bring up thence the ark of God, the Lord, that dwelleth between the cherubims, whose name is called, whose name is called on it. And they carried the ark of God in a new cart out of the house of Abinadab and Uzzah and Ohio, drove the cart, and David and all the Israel played before God with all their might and with singing and with herbs and with satyrs and with timbres and with cymbals and with trumpets. And when they came onto the trash floor 
of Shidon, Uzza put forth his hand to hold the ark, for the oxen stumbled. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzza, and he smote him, because he put his hand to the ark, and there he died before God. And David was displaced, because the Lord had made a breach upon Uzza, Wherefore, that place is called Peruza to this day. And David was afraid of God that day, saying, How shall I bring the ark of God home to me? So David brought not the ark of God home to himself, to the city of David, but carried it aside into the house of Obedidon, the Gittite. And the ark of God remained with the family of Obedidon in his house three months and the Lord blessed the house of Obedidom and all that he had. Praise be the Lord. Praise be the Lord. The Lord blessed Obedidom. The Lord blessed Obedidom and his household just because of the risk they took. One man took risk. Sacrifice. He didn't care about his family. While the other man, the king himself, became afraid. King David became afraid when he saw that, that Uzzah died instantly just by touching the ark of God by accident. He became, he, he quickly developed attitude against God and then began to grumble and then didn't want to take his, his family to risk. While the other man, who was just a doorkeeper, a doorkeeper, he was able to, 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 to take risk. What the other man saw and was scared, the other man saw and was ready to take risk. In this very 2020, where others are running away, may you go to that place and get your miracle. That which is making other people turn away, that thing, may the Lord magnify it in your eyes to see good in it. And in the same place they are running away, may you see good in it. In the same place that they are scared, may you be favored. In the same place that they have no stamina to go and take what is there, may the Lord your God, the Lord who is my God, may he also bless you out of that place. Can you say a big amen? Come on, say a big amen. God is going to do something very wonderful, but it's going to be for people who are ready to take risk for him. If you are not a risk taker, God is not going to notice you. If you are not ready to lay your life aside and do some meaningful things this year god is not going to notice you you will end up the year even 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 the same way you have been ending it but i am speaking to people who are ready to do something great who want to take risk for christ these are the people i'm positioned in this morning to talk 
too. People who are going somewhere. People who are tired of the same old, old, old syndrome, but they want to see another level of God's glory. You see, up to this time, there had not been any mention of Obedidon, the Gidite, but on that day, King David chose him to become one, the, 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 uh, to become the bearer of the ark of God, to become the, the, the place where the ark of God can rest just after the death of Uzzah. You know, where you have been neglected and people don't normally notice you, no matter what you try to do, they cannot and make it seem as if they don't know you. I want you to know that in this season, God is going to God is going to identify you, notice you. God is going to promote you by himself. He's going to make you what you cannot make out of yourself. Am I speaking to somebody? There's no need for you to shy away. There's some areas where you are good at. There are some certain areas where you can, where you can do some good things. Do you understand me? You don't need to be like another person before God uses you. Just to be yourself. One thing I know God for is that he has endowed all of us with some good nature. He has put some, some certain good things in us. Even when those things can be so small and so little, they are very good. Do you understand? Because they are put there inside you for a time when they will be manifested. They are put inside you for a time when you will demonstrate, when you when, when you will showcase them. They are put inside you for a time when the whole world will know that it is it is you who is capable and nobody can do that and better than you do you understand nobody how could it have been that 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 this act of god this other guy who was in front who wanted to catch up act of god could be slain how could it have been that way how could it could it be that he has some attitude could it be that he has some arrogance could it be that he is serving god but he's serving god in a way just to, to to please himself he's not serving god in the manner i want you to put it on facebook that's why i'm giving you those devices so maybe he's not serving god in the manner that it will challenge it will challenge him but he is the type that is lukewarm he's a type that does not care about the things of God, how they are being handled. So in his casual and 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 uh, careless manner, he wanted to approach that which is very holy. Child of God, listening to me this very hour, how have you been approaching the things of God? When the Lord puts something in your hand, what do you do? How do you approach that thing of God? Do you reference that thing and say, this thing has been sanctified and kept holy? Or do you just use, you know, treat that thing casually? Because I want to warn you, and I want to remind you, if things have been dedicated to the Lord, don't ever don't ever hear me clearly. Don't ever, don't ever, don't ever use your carelessness to hold those things. Anything I have ever been dedicated to the Lord, don't use carelessness. And don't also allow your children or your household to treat that thing in a very careless manner. Because it has been sanctified and dedicated to the Lord, it becomes holy. So when it enters your home, it will enter your home with that holiness. You don't need to, to discard it or make it look ugly or treat it like any other vessel that you have in your home. When you learn to cherish the things of God, God will learn to cherish you. 
When you learn to honor God, God will learn to honor you. So what hap- what could have happened to Uzzah that would make Uzzah to lose his life just because he touched the ark of God? So permit me to submit to you that it could have been that he was careless. It could have been that he was a type who is who is nonchalant towards the things of God. It could be that he is a type who doesn't reference God. Like some of you are, when you come to church, we are singing. You just put your hands, arms, and keep and be looking at others who are singing. When it is time for holy communion, you are still having your chingum in your mouth, and then you want to go and mix up your chingum with the holy communion. Mm, what a careless attitude! Now listen, if you've been doing this thing, please stop. You see, there are certain things that are very, very holy. When you want to go to the or to the offering bowl, you go and take your left hand and take your left hand with your left coins and then leftover coins. You go and just dump it in the in the offering bowl. You don't respect yourself. If, if you respect your, when you want to give a hand to a man of God, you bring your left hand and shake it so and you want to shake the hand of God. Let me ask you, when you go to those people, where you go to solicit job for those earthly people who are filthy, you go to them for job. You are looking for them to give you job. Do you shake them with your left hand? When you go to them, do you shake them when they bring their hand and you want to give them hand of confidence to let them know that you are competent to handle the job? Do you shake them with your left hand? So what you cannot do, which is which is not a normal a normal culture, why do you want to bring it to the house of God? Why don't you take risk and discard those things? They're awful. They're not meaningful. They make you look odd. When you act that way, you look odd. Why don't you take risk and take those things away from you? Now we are in the era where people dress anyhow and they come to they come to the church. You know, they dress with they dress with uh, with uh, club dresses, club, the things we see in the in the clubs, that's what they dress now into the house of God. Why don't you take risk and discard those sort of clothes this very year? Don't discard them, say I will not take them to the house of God. Because in your heart, when you dress with those club dresses that are so tight reveal that you have very flat stomach and you have very flat or, or robust backside and then you show all of those things and shake them shake them with your with your with your good good attend the sort of on this we are wearing now has no lines and whatever so you just shake them because you want to seduce somebody don't you know god watches you don't you know that God is watching and also the demons that you are manifesting there are also watching? So why don't you take risk and make the demons ugly? I mean, dress properly and be in God's presence than do the same things you did last year. Because if you do the same things you, do, you, you did last year, you will never, never be able to amount to anything. Let us examine ourselves a little bit and examine the scripture which I read. Would David trust you? Trust you just the way he he trusted he trusted Obedidon. Number one. Would David trust anyone to keep the ark in his house with, with his wife and children endangered? Just the way he was able to trust Obedidon. 
The second question is, was it a, a, a death trap he has set for Obedidon's family? Was it a trap to kill Obedidon or to kill his household? You see, was Obedidon known as a faithful servant or was Obedidon known as uh, somebody that the community respects or was he just known as just a careless man? So please, try to answer some of these questions and these puzzles. What is it on earth could have made David to say Obedidon is competent enough to take this risk? So let's keep this thing in the house of Obedidon. What is it? Was Obedidon a man of high reputation? Was Obedidon just looking for a way to do away with his family? Because he was a family demand. Was David just trying to trap him? Or what? So there could have been some real good, good qualities this man had. Number one, he was he the Obedidon was one of the Levites because the Bible told us clearly from the scripture which I read that they decided David, when David saw that that thing happened, he decided to allow the Levites to make a choice on how they would position people to sing and who must stand at a particular line to sing as they were going to bring back the ark of God into Jerusalem. So, the, he was not, I mean, for David to have allowed Obedidon, who had family, to take this ark of God, to go and put in his house. And it had to stay, not one month, not two months, three solid months. Until the ark of God, when everybody began to notice that the the, the household of Obedidon have been blessed because of the presence of the ark of God. It is awesome. It's so glorious. It's so wonderful. When Obedidon himself set up to take up that responsibility, child of God listening to me, do you think he considered that God would have blessed him out of it? Because you witnessing the ark of God Slaying or killing somebody instantly. Somebody who tried to touch the ark of God died instantly. And then you still had the guts. You still wanted to take that risk. It means, it means that Obedidon really was a faithful man. It suggests to me that Obedidon was as faithful as Father Abraham. And I would like, I would rightly say, Obedidon was a lover of God, just like Father Abraham. Obedidon must have loved God beyond any other thing. Do you remember how faithful Father Abraham was? Father Abraham was ready to take risk, even risk of the only child that God gave him at the age of 100. He begat Isaac, yet he was ready to take risk, to take risk to about to slay the 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 the, 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 the promised son. And the Bible said in the book of Genesis 22, when he lifted up his son, he was about to slay the lad. 
the Bible said a voice. He said, angels spoke from heaven. God spoke. God said, Abraham, touch not your only son. Touch not Isaac. Rather, look behind. You will see. I've made provision for myself. Beloved, when you take risk for Christ, you take risk for the sake of the gospel, you will surely be remembered. I've never seen anybody who took risk for the gospel who was put to shame or who, who became dismayed. Brother, I've always seen their faces shining with glory. I've always seen them excelling and I've always seen God prospering them. And that's why my, 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 my topic is that you should take risk. That you don't need to be a wishy-washy Christian again this very year. You need to do, go the extra mile. Go the extra mile. Go the extra mile. Let God anoint you with the priestly anointing or the king's anointing, whereby you will come out from the leper's anointing. Because the, the, the level most of us are in, as I heard yesterday from Apostle Larry, is the leper's anointing. Where you, because just because you've given your life to Christ, and then the Holy Ghost have come inside you to dwell, and then, and then you are just operating in that little leper's anointing. But God, God's intention for you is to move into the king's anointing where you would decree a thing. And because of the anointing that, that you are carrying, that thing will be established. Where you will desire a thing and you call it down and it will be manifested. That's the level God is calling somebody. But you got to take the risk. The risk is to preserve, present yourself to God as a living son. Sacrifice. The risk is that you're going to, he's going to ask you maybe to wait upon him. You're going to do some spiritual exercise which doesn't, you know, which 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 will cost you anyway, but but it leaves some legacies behind. Why don't you take that risk? Why don't you take the risk of Paying your tithe this month, this very year, and stop the argument that, uh, that, that, that some of you are carrying all over Facebook. Why don't you? Are you better than those who are acting foolishly and doing it? Why don't you? Because I've seen that most of those who are stuck in argument of, I don't want to pay tithe, and the tithe is this, it's old and the new, it's written in the New Testament, written in the Old Testament. Those of you have been so confused talking about that. I see, I see, I see. I don't see real progress in their lives. Secondly, I see them struggling with issues upon issues. Why? Because your mind is not renewed. Secondly, because you are not discerning. Because when you begin to obey that little listen, there's a sort of peace that you have. There's a sort of peace. And the little that you have, God puts his hand on it and multiplies it. He, he gives you peace to be able to enjoy that little that you have. But if you eat all of them and you make all the argument, you see any time you're being confronted, you'll be, you'll be very argumentative. Why don't you live a peaceful life? Take risk that and live a peaceful life this very year. The Bible said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Why don't you become a peacemaker? 
than to be somebody who finds force on, on the doctrines in the Bible. Why are they taking tithe? Why are they baptizing people? Why are they speaking in tongues? Why do they use oil? Why don't you see other good things in that Bible and take them? And I mean, do the work that you can do and do it very well. Then questioning those who are using oil and those who are using water. May the Lord help you to take risk in this very year. Take risk to come out from those things which make you ugly, those things that leave legacy of argument and busybody all around you. Take risk and leave evil relationships, evil associations where people only mock and ridicule people. Take risk and leave to such group. Leave evil men with their drunkenness and wisdom. Leave them alone. Leave people who are not ready to fear God. Take risk and leave some evil relationships and see how God will prosper you health-wise. Are you hearing me? There are some of you, you are chewing your cigarette, chewing it early in the morning, you chew it like chewing steak. Chewing, you know, instead of you to take brush and brush your mouth and smell good, you prefer to pollute the atmosphere around you and the atmosphere around other people because when you are sm sm smoking, you forgot your mouth smells. And when you are talking to people, then you are bringing your mouth very, very close to their nose. Even though they are putting it far, you still want to swallow them up with your smell. Why don't you take risk this year and say, I just want to smell better. Treat yourself better and last longer than to die and put people in misery. Hey, may the Lord save us. May the Lord deliver us. Take risk to say, I will not die careless life just like father died, mother died. I will not die because of this chain smoking. Why don't you preserve your liver? Why don't you preserve your lungs? Why don't you appreciate the body that God gave you? And know that it didn't take you to create that body. It took God to create that body. Preserve it by the sort of food you ate, by the sort of habits you take into that body, by the sort of things you do. Preserve. Take risk and say, I'm coming out from evil. I'm coming out from nasty things, but I want to now, you know, preserve my body and preserve my belief and preserve my mind and preserve my thoughts and things that are enabling, things that are profitable, things that are positive. This is where I'm going to stop today for the sake of time, but I want you to please go into your time and take your Bible, go back to that first Corinthians chapter 15, first Chronicles chapter 15 from verse 17. Read it again, read it again, read it again, and see the caliber of men that were pulled out to go and receive back the ark of God. And please check them one by one and see how God treated them. So if you do not take risk for Christ in this very 2020, remember, as I told you, your life will not be very meaningful. But if you are a risk taker, God will meet you at the other side. It is my desire that God will meet you at your point of need. May you be blessed and be blessed and be blessed real good in the mighty name of Jesus. And let your week be blessed as well. This has come to you from Apostle Helen Rudok, you know. We meet every Sunday at Rikers Bus to 89A from 10 o'clock. In case you are churchless, please come and fellowship with us. 
with your family. And God will richly do something new for you. So I look forward to receiving you and look forward as well to getting some of your petition, prayer petitions which will want me to back you up in praying. Call me on my line on the screen and tell me how I may be a blessing to you. God richly bless you as you continue to listen to Radio Voice of Niger. Love you. problems or debts, then you are not the only one. If you ask Madi for help on time, you can prevent things from getting together. We will be able to look at your financial situation and possible solutions. Don't wait too long to ask Madi for help. Call Stikti Madi on 020-314-1618. That is 020-314-1618 for an appointment. Or come to our working hours at one of the Madi locations near you. You can also apply online for help. For more information, go to www.madizo.nl. Madizo, that is M-A-D-I-Z-O. Madi will be ready to help you, and it's all free of charge. Hope to see you soon.
The Helios study, aimed at a better healthcare for people in Amsterdam, is focused on the health of Ghanaians, four other migrant groups and Dutch people. The baseline Helios study is already having a major impact in improving health of people in Amsterdam, including Ghanaians. The process for the study consists of invitations sent to previous participants in the Helios baseline study, a set of questionnaires to answer and bodily checks for blood pressure level, overweight, blood sugar and other cases leading to heart-related diseases. Participants will be invited every five years to monitor change in their health. The next stage of the study is now in progress and will provide crucial information to further help to improve the health of Ghanaians. Your full participation is highly valued and will go a long way to help ensure a better healthcare for you and future generations. For more information, please visit www.heliastudy.nl The Helios Study is amongst others an initiative of AMC and GGD Amsterdam and supported by Ghanaian Churches in Amsterdam and the African Social Activation Platform ASOP. Helios We're getting ready to bring to you our social uh, segment item, uh, domestic violence, how to deal with uh, gender-related issues uh, of driving domestic violence. By the meantime, enjoy this special one from Ghana.
There's action in the street. Welcome to Majesty Citizen Connection Network. My name is Apostle Henry Joshua, coming to you in the US of Majesty. Um, we thank you for welcoming us, and we also appreciate the fact that you are part, part of us. So today we have uh, an interesting topic. I encourage you to join us from wherever you are watching the device, and then join us and make your own contributions to this uh, necessary topic. Our topic is uh, breaking the domestic violence taboo in the migrant community. You know, the issue of um, domestic violence is much greater than what we think about it. The consequences it has for children are even worse than we thought. So, According to ongoing research, it has been proved that um, normal, normal families, an average family, can have about 70, 71 incidents of violence per year. So that is somehow too high. And that is why we think it's very important that we bring this topic to focus so that we can break the taboo behind it so when people are in an abused family relationships, they can know what to do and contact the necessary quarters that must be contacted so that they would avoid dying in their relationships. So in this broadcast, we will be discussing this sensitive family issue that have refused to go with the focus with the, with the purpose of bringing focus to it and helping people to know where and where to go in case they are domestically abused. So our guests today are Mr. Randy Anamua of the Starsdale Committee. Welcome to Majesty TV, Mr. Randy. Thank you, Mr. Thank you for coming. We have Mrs. Felicia Ikacha, a community leader. Welcome to Majesty TV, Auntie Felicia. Thank you. We have uh, Mr. Wano Binga from the African... Africa School of Thought. African School of Thought. Founder of Africa School of Thought. Yes, he's the CEO. Welcome, sir. Thank you. And then uh, we have uh, Mrs. Angela, who is a co-worker uh, with uh, Mr. Randy from the Southeast... Uh, uh, Southeast Movement, you said? Safety Movement. Southeast Safety Movement. Okay, Miss Angela, welcome to Majesty TV. Thank you very much, Apostle. Thank you for being here. So, in this discussion, we are going to just answer as you have been prompted, okay? No. So that means nobody saying number one, number two. So, if the question is relevant to you and you know that you can handle it, just go ahead and, uh, and then start answering. Because I may not be looking at the back and saying, you, you, I will not do that. Okay? So those who are watching us, please, maybe through the internet, or you are watching, watching on Facebook, feel free to let us have your own view. And call the studio line as well on 0233-74160. We will address some of your questions. So the topic again is breaking the domestic 
violence, taboo in the migrant community. Now, my panelists, we all are migrants, and we know that this topic is very sensitive. So we don't normally speak about violence in our homes. We don't even bring them out. But is there anything to have regarding to domestic violence yeah. among the migrant community? Well, here, I have not had any complaint from anybody, but I know it happens. Yes. And just as we said, in Africa, we don't freely talk about domestic violence because it will be a shame as a woman if you go outside and tell people what is happening in your home. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, in Africa, yeah? Nothing, in yeah. Africa. Your husband may be beating you, maybe for no reason purpose. You see, man? That's what I want to say now. Maybe what some men have experienced in their own youth, they have seen their father beating their mother. <laughs> and they will assume it's right, which is not right. And they have never had their mother complain before. Okay. Yeah. And in Africa, we don't have that system that this is an organization where you can go and complain. Yes. And even at all, some homes, if there is a problem between you and your husband, and you go to your mother to complain, your mother will even tell you, Shh, do not expose your husband. Hmm. Whereas, probably, the man at the end of the month will not give you money to do your domestic purchase. Yes. What I mean by domestic purchase, buy foodstuffs. Yeah. Then you complain or you tell him, honey, please, I need money to buy the foodstuff. Yeah. Probably he's a drunkard. Mm -hmm. He has spent all the money outside drinking. And when you ask for that money, he starts beating you. Wow. You have no place to go. Okay. There is no organization. But here in Netherlands, yes, we have areas, we have institutions, instances where yes. you can go. Yes, as a woman, where they can at least advise you to start with. Okay. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. And there also, they will also inform you if it is too much. You can go to police for your own safety okay. to lay complain. Yeah. But in Africa, you can never do that. Okay. So that mentality we have in Africa, we have carried it here. We have carried it here. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's right. So uh, what, what, what I would like to, to add a little bit is that um, domestic uh, violence in the context of uh, Europe is different to the context of Africa. How? How? Uh, I tried to make research about it. I was in Belgium and France, tried to see how Africans believe there. Then I come to find that in Africa, men are violent. Oh, may he also woman cause it. They also violated men. Yeah. Because of that uh, kind of system, uh, justice, a police system exists. So when we are talking in the context of Europe, it's a different to Africa. So uh, uh, here, woman also can be violent to men can break the man down, can, can do all kind of worst to the man. 
I'm sorry, for no, you are right. I was about to ask something. to to speak out. Yes, that's why you say the taboo. Should yeah, I, because it's taboo because the African cultures. Because yeah. back home we did not learn that. Yeah, you learned you are in a marriage. You have to be submissive to your husband. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no matter what your husband do to you, you have to endure and stay. You understand what I mean? No. But just as you are saying, it's true. I know women here also can violate their men. But that is no can is most yeah. of the case. <laughs> but we're now I say it as an African. Yeah. What will give me the courage to step forward if I am being violated? I, I know that one thing that we that uh, we have in the Caribbean culture, and I think it's also in the African culture is yes. what happened in house stays in the house. Yeah. We cannot speak about the things that happen in the house. Yeah. So as children and as adults, yeah. we grew up with that thought. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's very difficult to go to the police, mm -hmm. go to school, go to family, go to somebody who know, to talk about things about the house. Because when you talk about things that happen in the house, the people will get very mad with you. Yeah. And they say, why are you speaking? Exactly you are not trustworthy more. We can't talk to you anymore. Mm -hmm. So the, the, it, it, it takes a lot of courage for, for African people, for Suriname people, yeah. to go out in the world and speak about the problems. Yeah. Because we grew up with the thought, what's happening in the house stays in the house. Yeah. If something happens, you can go to your mother, you can go to your father, you can go to your sister, but you can't go to school or to the police. Mm -hmm. So it's very difficult to speak about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why yes. I said earlier, yes. just as we said, we have been taught at school. Yes. Whatever that happens happens to you. Are they still teaching that? Yeah. Are they still teaching that, Roma? Maybe now with this civilization. Are they still teaching that in the Caribbean? You grow up with the thought that it, things that happen, you, it, you, it stays in the family. Mm -hmm. You don't bring it outside. easy outside. Mm -hmm. Because we are a family, we have a family culture. So when, when, you have, when you have lack of money, you go to your family first. Yeah. Yeah. For, before you go to Neighbors. Neighbors. Mm -hmm. So we grow up with the thought for if you need something, if something is wrong, then you go to family. But if somebody is, if your father is beating you, your mother is beating you, your, your brother is beating you, then you are filled with, with a lot of shame. So you can go to an uncle or a cousin. So it stays in the house. Yes. It's part of education, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they beat you, they beat children because oh, they, they correct gosh. children. Yes. They want children to, to do right things, you know. No, no, but no. here it become like, here in the context of Europe, should I, it's should a different situation. Should, should I also... But, oh, should I, is not only for yeah. so you can speak should, that should, way should with your child. You have to yeah. come in. Because sure. if you continue to say that, mm, we will not give you the time. Just come in. That's what you are talking about, breaking the taboo in the Look, that's what everybody's saying. In, in Africa, the way we even talk, it seems like women can't talk to their men. No. But here, the woman talk and the man talk. And when such a thing happens, what you have to do, as you were saying, we have instances whereby you can go, they will advise you. Yeah. As we said from the beginning, mm -hmm. some men are alcoholics. Mm -hmm. and, through that, and through that alcoholic situation, mm -hmm. he abused the woman always yeah. home. And so women are also alcoholic because of that alcoholic situation. They also abuse the man. Mm -hmm. 
Not yeah. with no, not with hand, mm -hmm. but with yeah. mouth. Yeah. Somebody yes. can use his mouth even to ab abuse you, even the actions can ab abuse you. They don't feel like being home. Yeah. And from there, you become aggressive. Mm -hmm. And aggressive in a family, when a family don't have peace for to live in a house, yeah. it's always tension. And tension also can bring also, also uh, violence in, in, in a house. So it's good that uh, we should listen to each other and know that, hey, I married this woman not to beat her, or this man, this man married with me not to insult her. You know, women always they have uh, sharp, sharp mouth. Sorry to say that they can talk, they can cool, do everything for us. Only we have to know how to take some things cool and quiet. Because in Africa, when we talk, we always go like this. We don't look. But here we look directly your face, and they will tell you. And they say, yeah, Dutch. And let me say, Holland people. They have when they are small, they know how to talk. No, it's what they train them from. They train them to talk. If you're in school, your child go to school, if you don't take time, you take something from home and tell them in the school. This is how the, this, the system is. So we should try to live our African way of living there and pick here. Then the woman, they can talk, and the man, they can talk. And we should treat each and everyone okay. nice. So what you are saying, Mr. Randy, mm -hmm. is that from your own point of view, observation, yes, uh, oh, people, people are not allowed, women are not allowed to speak freely. In, see, in, in Africa, in, in, the, in the African contest, yes. So they have carried the same tradition down yeah. here. Yes. I bet you are appealing to your fellow men that they should allow women to speak. Is that what you mean? We, we, should, we should leave the African. We should, we should leave uh, uh, women to speak. Yes. Here, the women should speak. Yeah. in Africa. Also, they should let the women to speak now. All right. Women yes. should also give be given the freedom to speak. Sure. And not that when they want to speak, speak they tell them to. Keep it my shot, don't talk. But what, what is the reason why they are not allowed to speak? Because for me, what uh, was brought up that way. Yeah, but actually, just what was what he said earlier, you know, in Africa, when you are talking to your mother or your father, father. or a senior, you yeah, always respect. Like, yeah, with respect. Yes. Yeah. You don't look eye to eye, eye. contact. Yes. Whereas here, children in front of small four small, they teach them how to talk. Yes. Eye to eye contact. Yes. You know. But what you are saying about this breaking this taboo, for us as an African, because mm -hmm. most people, mm -hmm. when they are being married back home, mm -hmm. that's also where the problem comes. Eh? Mm -hmm. Where they are being married back home and they bring them here, you know, the man at times, most of the time, takes the advantage. I brought you here, mm -hmm. yeah? You have to do whatever I see. The woman doesn't have equal right mm -hmm. to speak. Oh, no. You know? But it doesn't work. It doesn't the, work, but the, the, it happens. The, the source of uh, uh, couple violence in Africa here is different. The source of what? The source, the, the, what provoke, what bring okay. the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Africa, it's maybe behave, men behave. They behave bad, aggressive, or drinking, or, or, or whatever. But here, is we are here in the live and pay. It's more financial. It's more financial. So this send women to be more open, more uh, they, they express themselves more themselves more than men. Here in Africa, in, in Europe, no woman sit down and they shut their mouth. No, when a financial problem arises, she she must stand and talk, speak. And in Africa, in Africa, in Africa, is no financial problem. It's, it, even in a in a Caraiba or in Suriname, yeah, it, it can be behavior, character of man or for couple, can bring balance. 
is basing on the characters. One, one thing you know, I know. One thing, one thing is that one. one thing is that no one would be, is going to marry the one he or he he or she don't love. Yeah. Before you go with somebody, you love the person. Yeah. I love God. God is in me, so I was come to come to church and worship Him and praise Him. I'm coming to marry a woman to my home. It's not a boxer. I'm coming to fight him. And it's of the character that some people have in them. Like my brother is saying, uh, Africa, we don't have financial... Here, here man go, woman go. Yeah. Man work, woman, woman work. But the love must be there. Yeah. Love, uh, couple without love inside, it's always violence inside. We don't see somebody for the first time and just love because she look beautiful. You don't know how the person mouth is sharp. You don't know how the man character is. You know how the man aggressiveness, you know. Some people have some way of living, or uh, uh, married, get a woman to be by them, only to cook for them, but the rest, they don't need you anymore. But once you go in, you go in with all your heart, with all your energy, with all your brains. To touch a woman is a very bad thing, and a woman to insult a man is very bad. To avoid all okay. Look, um, violence can also, when it happens in the family, then the children also become problem of course they won't affect them don't, too. yes they don't know where to go yeah because no, we, we have to face reality brother yes uh here in europe mm -hmm. here in europe please feel free the main problem the main problem of uh the main problem of uh couple violence house violence is is basing the here we are living here. you have to pay and live in it's not like Africa. It's worse there. now. Uncle is dead. Yeah, so you can't put the money there. Uncle is dead. Yeah. yeah. We eat dead. Yeah. But here, no. You have to pay your rent. You have to pay your energy. A lot of bills mm -hmm. are coming. Mm -hmm. So, man must work. Woman must work. That mm -hmm. impact. Mm -hmm. That that change the characters. You understand? Yeah. Yeah, that change. So, it's a different. I find it in France, I find it in Belgium, the same problem. Yeah, so well, I, I think, that, I think well, that violence... Excuse me, what you are insinuating is yeah. the violence is here, here yeah. basically is being caused financially. When the women have been exposed to go and work, yeah. uh, they can work in certain environments that will affect them. Yeah. By the time they come back, you know, you already worked up. You are worked up. Any little thing can make you volatile. Yeah. So that's what he's trying to say. Because like in Africa, maybe the women do not normally go and work. But it's, has, not, it's the, not in this modern time. The demo has wives. In this modern time, every woman is working. Everybody yes. is you working. can't finish going to but school in and Africa, then you the man will you not to work. To send. Excuse me? <laughs> you don't have Westing you to send. Yeah. Here you have to send Westing you and there is a bills. Bella's things well, and all these bills have fallen. If, so yeah, man and no, woman no. must discuss about it to that, solve excuse it. Excuse me, exactly. That is what I want to say now. <laughs> You're making a very good if, point. If, yes, yeah, if you call yourself yeah. husband and, and wife, and wife yes. yeah, at the end of the month, you know how much that comes in. Sure. Yeah, And you know how much that goes out after paying all the first last, last yeah. as Dutch will say it. Then whatever it is over, you can then divide how to spend it. Yeah. Just as we are saying, maybe you have an old mother back home in Africa or old father or siblings who doesn't mm -hmm. have any sense. Then you have equally to send them money. So whatever it is over, you and your husband choose reason well and know how to spend it. Not that the woman, okay, in brackets, maybe would take the money and go and spend it on clothes. Not only in Africa, okay. in Caribbean okay. also. Okay. We send money to our parents the in Caribbean. Will, will ask her, All of these are migrant, migrant, migrant communities. communities. Yes. Yeah. 
And the man will ask, I just gave you, let me say, 300 euros last week. How come that the money is finished? But you have used it on clothes instead of buying food stuff. So if the man is somebody that has loose hands, as the Dutch will say it, so when he is aggressive, he starts beating you. Yeah, he starts beating you. But then as a woman, can, can you go outside and tell anybody, I spent all the money on my clothes. That's why my husband is beating me. But in, yeah. In as much that money is being spent on clothes anyway, he has also no right to lay his hand on you. Sit down and talk. I, I don't think that, that the domestic violence is only an economic problem. No, it's no. Because no. if you look as, at our growing up, um, the, the mothers that are now mothers, when they were children, if they did something wrong, their parents came and beat them up. So from children, they are used to get beaten. Mm -hmm. So when they are parents, they are doing the same thing to their children. Yeah. So we think it is normal, but it's not normal to beat your yes. your child up with a with a belt or with something else. Yeah. So when we come here, but I also think in Africa and in Suriname and in the Caribbean, now that we became uh, we see more of the world, we see that beating up our children is not normal. No. If you can, if your child is do something wrong, you can talk to the child. But we didn't grow up talk to child. We grow up with the bells or something else. Mm -hmm. So when you are an adult, then you don't know better, and then you go up, then you go, and then you beat your child when your child is doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. And so we have to open our eyes as adults for so uh, to stop the, the beating of our children. Do you yeah. mean no, what we are talking? Spanking? What yeah, we are spanking. talking? Spanking. No, spanking. So, no, I don't think he meant spanking because if it is spanking, when a child does anything evil, you can just no, I don't mean. I don't. I don't mean. That, I don't mean just a, a slap. Yeah. In in Holland they, they call it a foot in the tick. Yeah. yeah. I don't mean a foot in the tick. Okay. I mean a, a, a beating up. Yeah. With with uh, with, uh, with with belt and with uh, the belts. Yeah. 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 Exactly. 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 Even in school. Even, even in school, school, you see that a child didn't perform well in school. Beating the with teacher insult with a mouth. the child with a stick. Stick or yes, that's what I mean. Okay. Yeah, and when some child is growing up to be an adult. Yeah. What's a, what's this adult is going to be yes, do yeah, with this child? Children here, children here, both migrants and immigrants. Children here have been taught when you have been abused, come to school and talk. Yeah. yeah. If you have been abused, you yeah. have to but come to school. Or a child is being beaten by the parents, mm -hmm. and the child told them, "If you beat me again, I'm calling police." Of course, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about, yeah. about I make research about this uh, beating mm -hmm. children. Mm -hmm. It's also another contest here in Europe because in Europe, the parents they have something like a 30 percent of uh, education of their children. Yeah, school play, television play, all these um, uh, social media is played in it. But in Africa, the parents. Oh, in Suriname, the parents, they have something like 70%, 80% of education of their children in their hand. Yeah, okay. Yes. It's a different from here in Europe, uh, in Africa. Here, police, they can take child and they bring it. In the center, and they feed him, they live there, and he play, and everything. <laughs> yeah. We don't have that system. In yeah, it's true. In the third world, yeah. we don't have. So, parents have here at least 40 or 30% of education of their children. Mm -hmm. the, the rest is school, 
school they teach them about condom. So you your parent you don't teach that. No. So you don't control the education of your 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 your, your, your children. So this the context is different. I created Africa School of Thought because of something like this. Yeah. We have to get a view of Africa about a lot of things because we don't have one. We don't have one. Everything is, we must copy from uh, European side. Or those that are Muslim, they go to Arab side. That is Africa now. The one thing I want Africa to say. of today is to, that. I'm we, sorry to say. We, so we, we, say. A, we are in a no, Christian no, uh, studio. About, uh, but uh, uh, my view is not to favor only Christians. Mm -hmm. No, my view is to favor Africa or black in the world. Look, the, that is my view. The thing is, charity begins at home. We say charity begins at home. Yeah, you have your child home. If you speak good with your child, he won't go report to you, she will, or to the school or tell the teacher. Or my father and my mother are fighting every day in the house. That's why I said from the beginning, before you go and marry somebody, you have to look the person very good. But nowadays, you only see the man, nice looking man with car, with this, that he just jumping. But people Such can change person, while they are marrying. Yeah. People can change. Okay, people can change, but when they okay. change, then how do we stop this violence? Then? But sometimes yeah, something but happens in the marriage, yeah. okay. something uh, traumatic, mm -hmm. that people can change. change if, if you are our parents yeah, really. and you lost a child and, you, and your family said and you don't know how to talk about like husband and wife, mm -hmm. then you can change as a person. Mm -hmm. So you can marry somebody sweet mm -hmm. and somebody who's taking care of you. But if something traumatic has happened, mm -hmm. then some people can change. Yeah. They change and become what? But actually, violence. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But in actually, it has nothing to do with. Whether you see somebody, let me see. Mm -hmm. I see you today. I'm frankly, mm -hmm. I'm marrying you. I don't know your character. But because you should, should tell yourself yeah, before. It still happens nowadays mm -hmm. that yes. parents still arrange, let me say, marriage. marriage. Yeah? Okay, then you start to know the man, the mm -hmm. love starts mm -hmm. to grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah? This has nothing to do with the domestic violence no. we are talking about. Mm -hmm. This domestic style, most of the time, if you go down deep mm -hmm. to the root, mm -hmm. maybe it has psychological effect mm -hmm. of the past years of the woman or the man, the man. something that the man has that's happened true. to him before let me mm -hmm. say 20 or 30 years mm -hmm. ago he was dramatic and damaged Abuse. but never never sought any help. advice or yes. help or therapeutic yes. mm -hmm. advice you know and everything was in cooked him. in him mm -hmm. then unfortunately let me put it that way for the woman you, maybe you become a, a nagging one, somebody who knocks, mm -hmm. and the man can't take it. Yeah. So whenever you knock, instead of him to talk with you quietly, he starts beating. Explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, once again, mm -hmm. I come in, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it touch about uh, how the couple can, man and woman can be together. We still have, use European side of love. You have to like it. To live together is no question of life, it's necessity, it's natural necessity. Mm -hmm. When you put it as a natural thing, necessity, you will never get that regardless of yeah, I must love the person first or mm. I must know the person first. Mm -hmm. It's different. This view are not our view. We copy it. So the natural necessity... It, it, it doesn't work with us. What's the natural necessity that will make you put up with somebody you no, don't know? Natural, when you are in the need, man and woman, they are grow enough, they are in the need. Man is in the, in the need of woman, and woman is in the need of man. Mm -hmm. They need. Mm -hmm. They will understand their, their differences. They will settle it. They will know how to set it because they are in the need. 
But when they are not in the <laughs> they are in, uh, under influences of uh, <laughs> psychology, something you need. <laughs> You don't understand it. They need sex or what? What is that they are needing? Man and woman is more than sex. Okay, so what is it? What is the need? Man need a woman to survive, to cook for her, to do everything, to share life together. Yes, that is it. It's in the Bible. Woman need man to share life together. You need someone to talk to. This is, yeah, this is need. Okay. This is neat. It's above love. It's more stronger than love. Companions. I always say this, and people they don't understand this philosophy. No one is it more stronger than love. I understand, but one thing we is, we need, we need each we other. Need each other. We need each other. Then? But what she needs is violence on the yeah, person. Exactly. We, 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 you need you, each other. You need me. Yeah. I need you. Yeah. 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 I need you to fulfill my needs. Yes. And you need me to fulfill your needs. In brackets. <laughs> Why then? You use violence on the, on the person. Or me violating you. So, because just as you are saying, I said it's so, bigger than love. Okay, okay. I'm when sharing. With, excuse me, I'm yeah. sharing my life with you mm -hmm. as husband and wife. Yes. Or we live together. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I have done something wrong. In bracket, because we are human beings, mm -hmm. we can always fail. Yeah. Instead of you to call me as your wife or your partner, whatever it is, say, now, darling, this is what you did. I don't like it. It irritates me. It provokes me. Please stop it. And me as a woman, yeah. If I'm obedient mm -hmm. and if I'm cool-headed, mm -hmm. then I will say, okay, I have heard you. Sorry, yeah. sorry, I won't do it. That is why, you talk quietly to, to, to the person. With yeah. respect. With respect. Yeah. yeah. You see, I say sorry. But maybe I will say, darling, I'm very, very sorry. Even before I say sorry, you have given me why. Bam. So, so what I mean? No. Yes. There is more than that. Yeah, excuse me, excuse yeah. me. Let, before yeah. I say my sorry, you have Bump. slapped Slap my face. So, yeah. what else can I do? How can I say that sorry? Okay, then I will swallow it. Yeah, there because, is more than yeah, that. Yeah, because I am an African woman. Mm -hmm. Just as what my sister said, we have been brought up to keep all what happens in house. Oh, my in house. Yeah. <laughs> but I am not happy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because beating me. Mm. Make me to lose my self-esteem. Make me to lose my self-respect. You know, psychologically also, I am abused. Yes. I cannot take a step forward. Mm -hmm. You know, even in the midst of others in public, you will see, I will be very, very shy to speak out because yeah. I don't know what to say that will make the person, sure. other people, get angry. That's, sure. Those are all the disadvantages of beating a woman or a woman. That is, and that is, I, I think that because you said you you go in relation with somebody in when you are in need, but I think a relationship stop, starts with love. love because yeah. you need love for patience, yes. you need love to educate each other, yes. you need love for peace. Yes. For so many things in life you need love. Yes. So you can't go with a person because That's you are in need. Mm -hmm. Because if the person doesn't meet my needs, then I'm going to be fed up with the person. Yes. And so that's the existence of violence, sure. domestic violence. Because we look at the person and what can you do for me? Mm -hmm. What can I do for you? And then, okay, let's have a relationship. And at the moment that he can do for me what I <coughs> want him to do for me, then I get very angry with my husband. And I, I come in with hard words. I, 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 I speak. 
I, I speak with him without respect, respect because mm-hmm. our love is be- our, our relationship is be- based on needs. But if a relationship is built on love, then you have patience. Mm-hmm. Then you have peace in your house, mm-hmm. and then you 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 you, you yeah. your kids, your children are growing up with peace and safety. Yeah. Love yeah. creates I safety. Let's discuss about these things. Let me come in, please. Yeah. Somebody is watching us, and uh, uh, the contribution of uh, uh, Brother Dickin. I said most domestic violence has its has to do with finance, yeah. pride and miscommunication. Miscommunication. Yes. yes. That's what I mean by sitting me down yes. talking. Because we are the <coughs> Yes. We never have to communicate as husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Never. Because the man always takes the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Whatever he says goes. Mm-hmm. No. Darling, if we do this and this and this, what do you think? Mm-hmm. They, they never do it. But never. also as children. As children. In a home, we have kids. And these things are going on. It damages the children. Okay, the it, it, it makes them not to be good in their school. Yes. Yeah? yes. With their fellow Some also aggressive. Yes. At school, they fight. Yes. It's when... Because they learn things from Yes. And when a child is also violent at school, then the teachers, the, especially in elementary school, even in secondary school, is when the teachers will try to find out what is going on in, your house. in your house. And yeah. also what, 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 what he just said, sorry, about uh, the, you have the African thinking, the Caribbean thinking, and the, uh, the European way of growing. Uh, your children it's because here in Europe children are very free they can talk about everything we as Caribbean we are silence people in most of it silence people so when the children have the feeling that there is no communication they're going behind our backs and do things and when they're coming home then we get very angry with the children but we don't have communication with our children I think a safe house and, 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 and less violence will start when we have communication or open communication with our children well, how is going at school what are you doing who are your friends well why are you hurting why are you sad but if we don't have that kind of communication with our children there are children they don't talk to us they got the wrong friends doing a lot of kind of stuff and when we find out that we all get very mad with the children and we beat them but if we have an open communication with our children and with ourselves as husband and wives yeah then there is safety in the house yeah. and communication creates safety in the house it's true. It's true. that's that's for instance uh, there is one thing so I just have something from outside the outside feedback eh? yeah the outside said, feedback said, says that he <laughs> said most relationship lack love but they have lost okay yes mm-hmm. the first one was about finance yes financially yeah most of our people said my black people from Africa or Caribbean when they live with a man or woman in the house, what they do is after settling home, the home things with, yeah. with their partner, yeah. the rest money you'll be spending outside roughly. And nowadays it's very difficult to get money. You can, you can save. So if you be your wife or your partner told you, darling, let us put some hundred euros right. somewhere for next our this thing. Yeah. Then it becomes a problem. But financially, if me and, and, and my wife is not going in between as good financially, then it's also being ag- aggressive in the house. Mm. Because you won't go somewhere to the north and say, my neighbor, can you please borrow 100 or 50 or less, less we can give it to you? Neighbor doesn't have it. No, you don't have it. So there, that's why we say we always have to be 
uh, um, I mean, to think as one, mm -hmm. do everything as one, mm -hmm. share the love. The love is very important with respect. If you love your woman or your man, you will respect him or her. So what you are trying to say is that in the modern man here, it's everything. So when the woman doesn't bring the money, no, I don't mean like that. she's only sitting and eating your money, then you'll be offended. No, in Europe, man work, woman work. And when the bills come, we share together, we pay. I will ask my uh, wife, you pay the whole husband and pay light and that. No, when you come... And you cannot leave her, you cannot leave her to use her money the way she wants to use her money. That's what so she said. must pay, pay because you went to marry her from her father's home and then brought her to yourself and then for her to begin to mint money for you. We, we, we all have to always make sure that the woman has some pocket money with her. The man just has some pocket money. I think the money the man must bulk. be a man. You don't need to be looking into the money of a no. woman. Let the woman bring the money at the I'm not coming to say the woman. At her own time because if you are marrying her just because you want her, you want her money. Then no, that's no, where no. the problem you is. You don't go in for the money. If she doesn't bring out the money, then no. you are aggressive. You I'm, know? I'm working. You are working. But, but I'm thinking that the money is also financial education. When you are married and you are husband and wife, then you sit together yes. and talk together yes, what to you're going to do with the money. The money. Then how are you going to spend the money? You put yes. some targets. You put some goals. Yes. Okay, about two years that so we have such amount of money. Yes. We can build a house. We can go on a holiday. Yes. But most yes. of the time there is no communication yes. about spending the money for me i feel that the man doesn't need to no, it's not the, man. the man doesn't need to force force himself mm -hmm. to have access into the woman. money of the woman no. uh, in as much as for me i'm, I'm for myself myself mm -hmm. i don't even i don't even know how my money goes because i just allow my husband let him Handle. Yeah, let yeah, him, let him because I trust him. Yeah. Let him handle the money the way. Ask him whether yeah. I've ever asked him how the money is going because I trust him. I know that he will never cheat me. Then he will never come back one day to tell me there's no money for this or there's no money for this. Mm -hmm. That's me because I don't put my money there and I, I don't put my money in. Put my eye in looking and looking and looking and looking. Well, that's, that's because you have the communication. That, that, that is you have the communication. You trust him. You love and trust him. That is why. He also never asks me, honey, bring your money or do. No, he doesn't. Those things he end them by respect. Yeah. Because if you um, if you give a woman the chance to be herself, yes, you make her not to think you married her just because you want her money. Yeah. Then the woman will grow with much love to know that okay, I'm I'm also supposed to contribute in this my new house, mm -hmm. this house. I'm supposed to contribute to it. But from what I'm hearing, it's like. Because she is in Europe, she's working. She moved, she moved, she moved. In Africa, where you commanding her to be bringing money? Yes, that's the other person to ask her. Because no. in, in Africa, in Africa, when she was not working, we 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 not take care of her. In Africa, that's different to here. Here we buy, we buy living. You have to pay. We are talking about how in Africa you don't buy living. It's a different. You don't have to compare. Africa, our mothers. So many marriages. Well, this this issue we are discussing yeah. is really wrecking. Yeah. You go to UK, the same. The you same. go to you America, the same. same. It's like it's wrecking. So I've got to wonder, what sort of mentality did we come oh, here to do? Yeah. And I, the men here, what sort of mentality are they developing? Because that? for me, I met my father working for my mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My father worked for my mom, and my father was very happy. He said, "I'll take care of it's my children. It's tell my mom." And he that said, was and that was my wife. I will take care of you. I will take care of you. What are you saying? Back home, back home. Let's leave that, bro. Excuse me.
Yes. They are talking of migrants. Okay, now migrants are talking when I came to this country, mm -hmm. newly, although it's not topic, top, this topic, I mean, in Dutch society, yeah, in those <laughs> days, yeah, women doesn't go to work. It's, mm -hmm. it's the men that work for their women. That was the culture in those days, yeah. Mm -hmm. And now, because of the situation, because of the economic crisis, you know, women go to work equally, yeah. And most women, if you know, work only part time. So few hours. So so few hours. Yeah. So in our own society or community, assuming your husband is working, the income is not so much to foot mm -hmm. all the bill. Mm -hmm. You as a woman can equally go and work and contribute. There's but nothing then, wrong in that. There's nothing wrong in that. Just two of you have to sit down. It's okay, darling. You are working. How much can you bring? Yeah. But it's not a compulsory that that woman should. Go contribute and more. Contribute no, no. More. No, it's compulsory. Because taking no. care of children also. <laughs> you yes. have about yeah. 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 A woman <laughs> staying home, working lesser hours. I'm going to work eight hours. Sometimes over time, when I come, I'm tired. You, the whole day you are home. Oh my God! Take the kids from school to home. You make food for oh, them. They eat. Yeah. Oh, I come. There's it's no food for me. Where are you? No, no, no. no. These are the things. No, excuse me. What was, what woman don't have to work too much. What you are saying? But love is good. But let's bring it back to domestic violence. Let's bring it back to domestic violence. It's another topic. The man must not beat the woman. No. The man must not. The domestic issue we are talking about here is domestic violence we are talking about here. It's not just only about man beating women. No, no, no. Haven't no. you seen the women beating men? Yeah, yeah. 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 The verbal beating. The verbal beating. Not only that. And also physical. Uh, I know why. And, and there are some of them who will carry their pot of water, water and, and throw it on the man. <laughs> but unfortunately, the men don't speak. Yeah. So anytime we yes. talk about domestic violence, women will just bring their man. Woman, I'm tired woman. and sick of women. Don't, only only thinking that <laughs> domestic not, violence is for them. Yes. Because they know about abusive women. Women also beat men. I'm telling you. I yeah. know one woman who used to But also women are doing false reports. But also women do false reports by the police yeah. saying yeah. that the man abused their children to yeah. while the man yeah. didn't do anything. <laughs> those women, God, we punish them because, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's not good. <laughs> if you want to leave your husband, just do it quietly. But that is what I tell you in the beginning. Yeah, say, okay. Yeah, yeah. As yeah, nature another, make the things, all right. man and woman must live by need. No, by love. By love. Listen. By love. You eat by love. God don't create people by need. By love. By love. From Dickin Decency, he said, Apostle, man and woman needs to pay 
they dance together. Yes. Okay. You agree on that? Yes. Yes. You agree on that? Yes. 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 <laughs> to bring your passion also. You know what I'm saying? Those people who sit at home, if you don't they should passion, go and walk. If you don't yeah. have passion now. Huh? And then he says, African lifestyle mm-hmm. is different from European, European lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah. Yes. yes. Right. Is it true? Yeah, yeah sure. we talk about it here. Yeah. All right. African so can we can we please day. discuss some of the things yeah. playing out here that can trigger domestic violence? <laughs> Us. Yeah. yeah. We all have um, we all we all have people who have been somehow abused or the other. Okay. Mm-hmm. When we listen to them, what are some of the things we hear that could make? the woman to pour them the hot water <laughs> or that could make the man to beat them until their faces are swollen. <laughs> what are some of the things that can trigger domestic violence? Yeah. Miscommunication. Miscommunication. Miscommunication? Yes, miscommunication. Yeah, miscommunication comes from both sides. From financial discussion. Disrespectful. Disrespectful, yeah. Financial is a boss in Europe. Addiction. Infidelity also. An addiction. So how can then they will be together? They didn't love each other? Addiction, you said? Addiction. Alcohol addiction. Alcohol, yes. Addiction of alcohol. sickness. Uh, oh, really? Yes. Sickness. Yes. Yeah. That is when the person is weak. Yeah. When the person is weak, totally different. Totally different. When the person is weak, yeah. it yeah. can lead to, to uh, domestic violence. Why? Because when when somebody is sick, mm-hmm. sick, and the other one have to take care, mm-hmm. and the, and they have to take care so much mm-hmm. that they don't have free time, they don't have time to do something for themselves. Mm-hmm. Then the then the partner can become Violence, aggressive. Mm-hmm. Are, you call, are you calling me again? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to, but I have to cook food for you again. Can't you see I'm doing everything alone? So somebody can get very lonely. You see, love vanish. But, but you see, you see what? Yes, it's tiredness, tiredness, tiredness. People get tired. Listen, if in debt, in sickness, I will be with you. The couple from Brown, always love before, before we're getting married. Oh, oh. Don't forget, eh? Don't forget. Mental illness, mental we, illness. Yes, in People death, can get depression. But when they need each other, need is something never ends. Need a selfish, need a selfish. This is flesh. Need a selfish. We, we sleep, but we God sleep never change. God, God never change. We need to eat. We need to eat. We need to eat. We need to eat. We need to Never change, yeah? But we, our, our children from God, we always change. We, we have to, we have to, we have to be strong and listen to Him. Everything you do within your marriage, seek Him first. Seek Him first. If you seek Him first, your marriage, your, your marriage will be very. You know what? What do you mean, then? The most people they have peace don't marry by love. They need they marry by love. I'm married by love. Well, unfortunately, our time is up. So, we're going to sign off here. Uh, well, it's been a pleasure having you and be with you. Want to wish you all the best for this new week. Take good care. God bless. And we'll see you next week. Take good care and God bless you. We'll see you next week. And remember, you can go to our website www.radionigeria.com or give us a call on 0626 Tell us how we may be ahead to you. Bye-bye.
Health is wealth, they say. But good health is a treasure built on good knowledge and preventive measures. The Helios study, aimed at a better healthcare for people in Amsterdam, is focused on the health of Ghanaians, four other migrant groups and Dutch people. The baseline Helios study is already having a major impact in improving health of people in Amsterdam, including Ghanaians. The process for the study consists of invitations sent to previous participants in the Helios baseline study, a set of questionnaires to answer, and bodily checks for blood pressure level, overweight, blood sugar, and other cases leading to heart-related diseases. Participants will be invited every five years to monitor change in their health. The next stage of the study is now in progress and will provide crucial information further help to improve the health of Ghanaians. Your full participation is highly valued and will go a long way to help ensure a better healthcare for you and future generations. For more information, please visit www.heliastudy.nl The Helios Study is amongst others an initiative of AMC and GGD Amsterdam and supported by Ghanaian Churches in Amsterdam and the African Social Activation Platform ASAP. Helios, a unique opportunity for better healthcare tomorrow. Voice of Ninja is right here to promote your business. Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. All your events can be promoted right here on Voice of Ninja. Yes, you heard me right. Don't know about you because you're not promoting your business. We can bring you there that you need for all those revivals, seminars, special events, conferences, church services, your Sunday services, your